Alex from Necrogoblicon, and you're watching Interview Under Fire. Well, this is life, and we're living it right now. Well, this is life, and we're living it right now. Well, this is life. All right, everyone, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Here we are with another new edition of Interview Under Fire. As always, this is your host, Sonny, back here once again. And today I have the honor of speaking with the talented Alex Alareza, also known as Goldberg, or if you're an OG like me, Metal X from the from the early days of Necrogoblicon. Man, Alex, uh, thank you so much for joining our IUF series today. You know, this is an exciting time of the year for you and the rest of the dudes over at Necrogoblicon with the release of your newest upcoming album, The Fundamental Slimes and Humors, which is set to independently release on April 1st. And I want to start things off, Alex, by, you know, commending you on all the well-deserved recognition this album has been getting so far, especially with those singles. Thank you. Right now, uh, this is it that I've dropped recently. There's just so much, man, to unravel about this unique album and what makes you guys the, what is it, the best goblin metal band on the planet, right? Now, before we get to all that and beyond, I'm going to welcome in my co-host and my great partner in Corey Hodges of Interview Under Fire. Corey? I'm hey. going to give you the floor here. We're going to put Alex. Alex, you're going to be on the spot here, buddy. All right. All right. We're going to put you on something called the lightning round. <laughs> Corey, you take it from here, bud. All right. All right, Alex. You ready for this? Yeah. All right. Alex, AKA Goldberg had to throw that in because that comes up slightly in this lightning round here. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Here we go. So I'm going to, I'm going to name, I'm going to name two things. You pick one as fast as you can. Okay. All right. Stone Cold Steve Austin or Goldberg? Goldberg. Naturally. Yeah. Vanilla or chocolate? Chocolate. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Power or knowledge? Knowledge. Hot dogs or hamburgers? Hamburgers. Okay. When you're trying to go to sleep. Do you prefer death metal or black metal? Black metal. Black metal. All right. Atmospheric. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ICP or twisted? Twisted because twisted. I know them personally. Yeah. I'm, I'm biased on that because they're, they're sick dudes that we toured with. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, by the way, yeah, we just had Jamie from Twisted last summer. So that's pretty awesome that you know them. They're actually good that's friends sick. of ours too. We did, we did Warp Tour together. They're the, yeah. the coolest dudes. Shout out so to chill. Twisted. Great guys. Shout out to All Twisted. Right. Absolutely. All right, Corey. <laughs> twisted, twisted, twisted. All right. So, okay, here we go. This is this one's a little different. It's not naming, it's not picking between the two. I'm gonna give you 20 seconds, okay? I'm gonna give you 20 seconds to name as many horror characters as you can. Are you ready? 20 seconds. Okay. Yeah. 20 seconds. Go. Freddy Krueger, uh, Jason, uh, Michael Myers. Um shit um horror shit i'm blanking on the rest 20 seconds that's it one more final question right. and it's a trick question okay right. so think very or uh, listen very closely and okay. answer very wisely you ready oh, all right all right okay interview under fire or interview under fire interview under fire it's a good one. That's what I was thinking. That's what I, I was. That's what I would have picked. Bro, I didn't see any of these questions, so this is all new to me. So that was <laughs> nice. that was great. So uh, that was awesome for the lightning round. All right, uh, Alex, that was quite the icebreaker. We've never actually done that for our guests. We've we have so we've had so many amazing guests like yourselves 
on our show. That was quite the way to begin things off. That was fun. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I liked it. so now we're just getting started. So I'm going to, I'm going to get things going here, man. Obviously, you know, life as of late, right? Many of us mm-hmm. have uh, finally be getting to return to the stage now, especially with what's been happening with the last two years. You know, it's kind of, you kind of have to note that with, with the industry that we're in, you know, fans and musicians alike. But I got to ask, man, how have you been, you know, keeping up your guitar chops and instrumentals these days? Is that affecting your musicianship? Has anything changed for your routine wise lately, if at all? We're getting serious here. <laughs> Just yeah, so yeah. No, yeah, honestly, uh, I, I'd say like, I think I practice a little more since the pandemic, just because, yeah. you know, so much went away so many distractions went away. So it's like, there was, you know, we couldn't. And so like, yeah, not like when you get in the habit of playing shows, you kind of like, you know, you're, you know, the set, you know, the songs you have to play, but you're not a lot of times it's easy. At least for me, it was easy to kind of like, I wasn't challenging myself a lot beyond that. I'm like, all right, that's the job. I got to right. the songs. I got to go on tour. I got to do these in these songs. You know, it's like not, tour because it's gonna be have been two years since we toured this month and you know it's it got i kind of allowed me to challenge myself a little more and like practice more i'm like you know i never like i want to get better at this and you know just there's just this much time and self-reflection going on you know with with their not having a lot to do in the last or at least the first year of the pandemic right. especially yeah um so i i feel like it it actually like I'll, I'll say it improved me as a guitarist i mean ultimately that's up to everyone else once you hear the new album and everything you'd be like nice nah, he still sucks but <laughs> check 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 right you kind of just yeah. <laughs> documented all that cover all my bases <laughs> yeah and I, I do want to stick on the subject of touring you mentioned that briefly because you know, the Inception, and I mentioned this earlier with the Inception of Necro Goblicon, you couldn't go back as far as 2005, right? You've been at this for a while, bro, because I, I do want to mm-hmm. ask about the touring life and the and the live music experience for you personally. And obviously the thing that makes Necro Goblicon Necro Goblicon is the live presence that you guys exhibit on stage, you know? You guys have performed that, and I'm going to list this off here, Download, Bloodstock, uh, 70,000 Tons. Van not, bloodstock, not Bloodstock, not yet. Bloodstock, not Bloodstock not yet. yet. This Not year, yes. All right, we're gonna yeah, follow yeah, up yeah. on that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but hey, you mentioned Summer Slaughter, and you've yeah. also shared the stages with, I believe, Limp Biscuit, uh, you know, Crossfade, yeah. Butcher Babies, Lorna Shorts, name a few. <laughs> I want to round it out to this question here. You know, what is it about, you know, performing live that you love the most, or maybe even miss the most? Would it be safe to say that you have a newfound appreciation about it now, looking back? Uh, yeah. I mean, definitely. I, I, it's easy to take it for granted when you when you have to when you have like a lot of touring, you know, within yeah. an album cycle. So it's, you know, it's, we've all in the band have been like, man, that was fucking fun. I missed that. And yeah, ultimately, you know, it's, yeah. Like, like performing live was the initial, like when I was a little kid, like watching my favorite bands play like, Oh man, I want to go up on stage and do that. I want to go kill it. You know, that's, that's like the initial draw. And I think, you know, obviously as you get older, you learn things, you, you, you start to love the, the creative process. You start to love other aspects as well, but that was, that was the first calling was of, yeah. to me was, was that live aspect going to see my, my favorite bands, but like, well, I want to do that. So I, yeah, I, I think it's very easy to say that, you know, and I can say that for a lot of my bandmates as well. Like that's so without a doubt, like we missed, we missed playing shows a lot, you know, that's like missed that connection with fans of fucking being goofy idiots and you know, that, that whole experience. Absolutely. I mean, being a goofy idiot is what I probably missed the most about all that. Cause I was at a show, dude, I don't know what it was like for you. We were at a show every week, you know, before this pandemic started. And now we're obviously starting to get back in the groove of things, but you know, with the touring, I feel like I have to ask this because I'm a, 
I mean, food, you know, obviously food is a big topic of subject when you're touring. What stands out? If I were to ask you, Alex, if there's a restaurant that stands out in the top of your head that really stood out as far as like, man, you know what? I wish I could go back to that point in my life because that food was so good. Even international. Okay. uh, a few, well, oh, that, that opens up more. As if, as if we haven't put you on the spot already. On yeah, the spot, yeah. Right. So yeah, I love it. <laughs> I, I love trial by fire. I love it. Interview under fire. But uh, uh, in America, the ones that are coming to mind right now are, you know, there was in Toronto, there's a venue called Sneaky D's and okay. there's a, in the down, the, the venue itself is upstairs. Downstairs is like a bar restaurant and I, and who knows, this might've just been how I was feeling at the time when I was eating them. There could have been all these other variables involved, but the, their nachos there were like, I were memorable. I just like, I'm like, always remember that place had sick nachos and I, you know, I crave that. That's, that's the, that's up there. Um, there's a, there's a spot in Denver that I think is a chain, but I don't know. I don't think it's in California um, okay. called the uh, illegal Pete's. That's a like a burrito spot. So yeah, I'm I'm very into Mexican food. I feel, I feel like that <laughs> rings a bell. I, it's been a while since I've been to Denver, but Corey, I want to pass this over to you because yeah. you're talking about food, right? Interview under fire. I want to I want to ask I want to get Corey in on this because he originated our publication six years ago under this name. Corey, do me the honor and inform Alex as to why we are called <laughs> Interview Under Fire because this throws all our guests off. They love the reason why. I think this because we're on the topic of food, right? So Corey, you want to fill yeah, in yeah. So <clears throat> it started out with me and my brother-in-law, um, and we had uh, I was part of the the local music scene um, in DFW, and so was he. So we we were big fans of. Uh, have you seen Hot Ones? The yes. show Hot Ones. Oh, okay. I, I watched it a lot. Yeah, we're huge. Yeah. We were huge. We still are huge yeah. fans of Hot Ones. The thing is, like, we thought that the idea was a great idea. However, you know, we, we thought it would be a cool idea to give local local musicians the chance to kind of get out there like that as well. So we started um, we, we started doing local uh, interviews that was uh, pretty close to uh, hot ones with the hot wings and you know stuff like that we we had our own little twist you know whatever to it but um and we never claimed uh you know being original in it it was just something that we wanted to give to uh the local artist i caught on pretty quick yeah so we did that for a couple years and um and then i i really just wanted to i i love music music is my is my it's my life so I wanted to do more than just perform as well. I wanted to uh, do what I could to help musicians. Um, And so we started reaching out to slightly bigger artists and slightly bigger artists and so forth from there. And uh, you know, so that's how, that's, that's how we're here today. Um, But yeah, it all started out with the hot wings. And so over the years I've, Corey I've actually makes the stomach. Yeah, Corey yeah. actually makes the sauce in house. So uh, yeah. to to round things out, Alex, I wanted to say that if Necrogolbicon has a tour date in Dallas, let us know. We would love to do a hot wings interview with you and the guys. So oh, that'd be great. If that's yeah. something you're down to do. 
Dude, I'm way down for that. And are, are do you guys? Because uh, I think Bravado Spice are they also based in Dallas? Or are they in? Yeah, I think in I think they, Bravado Spice. I believe is a Dallas company. They're Dallas. Um, yeah, I, I know those guys, and they yeah they hook us up with the sauces a lot. They're fucking yeah. awesome dudes, and their sauces are scorchers. They're, it's awesome. Uh, their their sauces are great. <laughs> we did we, we so we did our first like uh, uh, interview under fire wings interview not too long ago, mm-hmm. about a couple months with a Metal Blade Records band called Capra. Shout out to Capra. And they came down here to Dallas and we did it. And I'm bro. I, I will never do it again. Maybe I will. Maybe for you guys, I will. But nice. man, that was, it was nice to get back in the groove of things. I mean, I've never had, I can't eat this shit anymore. I'm getting old. So, and then I realized it once I actually, the ulcers had, are starting to come. Yeah. Uh, have you had the bomb yet? Oh my goodness. I have it. I have it in my fridge. Yes. Ooh, you oh just eat God. it. No, just, I don't know just, how they do it on hot, hot ones, but we had it on our show. And nice. I don't know how I made it through that weak really honestly oh my god <laughs> what yeah do you we used the bomb one uh i've we've so we were doing the bomb challenges a lot uh, okay. on yeah. on the last like tour vehicle we were on like yeah. it was like it was and that was in we were in, in the uk and europe so it was i think even like especially in europe i don't think they have much of a like the bomb is not sold anywhere there at least to right. my knowledge yeah in the uk it is um but we were just introducing anyone we could. Like, have you tried this? Like, if we had a slice of pizza, like, just throw a glob on and just watch them. Just like, like, why oh, would you do this it. to me? Gosh, not even a glob. Just like a little, like, just <laughs> yeah, glob. Little yeah. yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. It, it got uh. so bad that I took my wing and I just kind of just, like, <laughs> dipped it like that. Not even. Just like a little pinch. Yeah. And I was just, I was out for the rest of the night. Like, oh, yeah. Tepto. Got Pepto <laughs> in my pocket. Got Tums in the oh, other yeah. one. Even the band. Even the oh, yeah. band, as they were performing, they were just like, okay, this was a bad idea. <laughs> like the second song into their set. But well, yeah, they, they, decided, they decided to do it before their set. That was a terrible that. idea. Yeah, so I was not doing to bomb so, before it's set. So we've seen so, that. So we'll, we'll do it after the set. So, just so I, I don't want right. to take away from the interview because I could talk about hot sauces all you know forever <laughs> well, but, we'll schedule a separate interview for the oh hot yeah sauce for sure yeah, definitely. Just hot sauce talk yeah. that that would be cool but yeah. i do want to point out that the bomb is like 134,000 scovilles or something like that it's not it's not super high scovilles yeah, i've noticed that yeah they scovilles don't matter they don't yeah i've eaten i've eaten like 1.5 million scoville and i found that sauces. out i found that so, out yeah it does not yeah, the, bomb, yeah. the bomb is the worst one i've ever had the so. only thing I've ever had that was worse than the De bomb was not a hot sauce. It was actually, if you heard of like, they sell them, they're called death nuts. Yeah. They're yeah. No, like have you, I, have you taken them? I've yeah, never taken, yeah. taken I've, them. I've like never pills. That's how I said I, it. I, I couldn't say eat them. them. <laughs> have you did the, have you did the one chip challenge? What's the one chip challenge? No. Oh, oh that's the, the pop. Do you one have chip that challenge is even worse than the death nut. Oh, so <laughs> I have the milk ready. I have, yeah. I have like four left over from the 2020, uh, t- the 2021 versions. When are you guys coming? I mean, do you guys know when you'll, you guys are going to be at back it, on the it road? It should be, it should be late spring, early summer. Details are getting, okay. getting confirmed right I, I, now. I guess, so. I guess Hopefully you hit Texas. We will. We'll, Texas, de- we'll definitely hit bro, Texas. Bro, hit us up, man. Cause it's going to yes. be, I, I, will, I will be hitting you guys up. Yes. I have a Pocky one chip challenge waiting for you then. It's in, it's in a coffin shaped box. I'm, after the set, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Bro, okay, thank you. Man, uh, thanks for pitching it, Corey. You know, uh, yeah. I, I'm like, I, I got to get to this next topic here, Alex, because obviously a long start from the music, and I feel like you knew this was coming. I know you've done a ton of interviews. <laughs> okay. We got to talk about your hype, man, your mascot, your avatar, Mojo. 
yeah, whatever you want to call him, John Goblicon, because he's also uh, played by Dave Rispoli. Shout out to Dave. Yes. Uh, for the listeners out there who don't already know about this, Alex, if you could tell me how and when, I, I feel like I need to know this, how and when John Goblicon became one of the you know band's main representations, I guess, going forward, because I feel like more bands need a mascot. More bands need a hype man. And this <laughs> yeah. is the perfect example of a hype man. But but I want to know more about this. You know, when did this become an actual thing? So this was in, uh, it's, so we already had uh, two albums out before John Goblicon was a thing. And this this started when we met uh, a director named Brandon Dermer, who does all of our, our music videos. And he's he's done a lot of, like, since then he's worked with like, Diplo, Panic at the Disco, every time I like, he's worked with fucking, he's crushing it. Uh, but uh this was this was like in 2012 yeah 2012 early 2012 we met him and he he saw us play in this like this shitty shitty venue with like 10 people there and like he he was one of my coworkers, like good friends and my coworker was gonna come check us out and uh and he invited him to come along and and he just absolutely loved it. And he was like, why? I don't understand how this room's not packed, dude. I have to like make you guys a music video or something. And, and like, and you know, he sent me his reel and he, like the, the work he had done previously was, was awesome. And I was like, okay, yeah, but that sounds sick. We don't have a, a video. And he eventually, yeah, just thought like, what if there's a, a, like a goblin, but it's not in the context of folklore. Or it's like, he's, he has a day job and like, he's like late to work. And then he like, likes a girl at the office. I'm like, dude, I love that. Because ultimately like it, it was so perfect because, you know, there's a lot of bands that, you know, in, again, like that are really into the folklore side of things. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that, but that was never our reason for being a band about goblins was due to complete sheer randomness and absurdity. Like it was like, that's funny. Let's make an album about goblins. Like that's like, that's how it started. So to, to, to try too hard to appease that, that, fantasy side would not have been genuine for us, but he had that vision for this everyday goblin who's just trying to get by. He just feels like, you know, he's an outcast, he's a fish out of water. And it's like, that's, we relate to that. You know, that's, that is, that's more Necrogoblicon than everyone else who talked to us about ideas like that was they, oh, there'll be a goblin war or or trying to get a more horror aspect to it. And it's just, ultimately we're just like we're dudes who make fucking dick yeah. jokes you know like like that's it <laughs> like so yeah because you could even like, get further than like oh there's a comic you know this all this lore this like storyline where yeah. you know what i'm saying like i, I see yeah. what you're saying like it it's just simple like this is who we are you know right this is yeah we're like we're a goblin band just because we just are that's just you know so yeah. and it, so this and suddenly so yeah john goblin became a like a, a representation of our of like it contextualizes what we mean with this with the goblin thing. It's like it's not like we're like D and D guys so much. It's more like just like it's more embracing the whole randomness. So yeah, there's just this goblin. Like why? Who cares? You yeah. know, like <laughs> like he's and, here and I, and I love the and mystery funny. behind it. He's just there. It's like it's like people who've never seen you guys, for example. Yeah. And then all of a, all of a sudden he's popping up on stage. Like wait, what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> just following him across the stage. I mean, that just I, I feel like again goes back to my point that hype man i really gets the crowd going even really gets you guys going i've seen the way you guys perform and the way you guys kind of just feed off of each other on stage i think a lot of bands need that you know but then again i feel like i love that you are the one of the very few bands who do this and really makes you guys stand out which we'll get to in a moment but obviously in between like the touring stints like we talked about Mm -hmm. your touring john goblicon 
I got a, another thing I want to talk about because he has this talk show out there called Right Now. It was hosted by John himself and mm-hmm. consisting of four seasons uh, filled mm-hmm. with high profile guests you've had, you know, ranging from like Bobby Lee, The Used, Keith Buckley. Shout out to Keith from Every Time I Die, obviously, you know, yeah. grew up listening to those guys. Um, Wes yeah. Borland. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And uh, talk about this. I feel like this is one of the more creative outlets I've, I've seen any band do because at the same time, I feel like this show is an extension of the band, do you feel the same way? Uh, yeah, in a sense, it's kind of like um, to the to the extent that John, in my opinion, to the extent that that John is kind of this representation of the band's kind of like attitude or like identity, like because as a band, even before John Gottlieb, like we're a weird band, we make weird music. Like it's it's like even within metal, like we that's never a great quite, thing. I love it. I feel like that's a yeah, great formula. <laughs> Yeah, and we, we we don't quite fit into anything any tour we've been on. You know, even just like Summer Slaughter, we're like the fucking we're we stick out like a fucking we stuck out like a sore thumb because we're just like this is like a silly band. We have a fucking you know we have songs in major. You know, like this things that just you don't you know and we don't take ourselves seriously at all. You know, Nikki, our singer, is just you know his banter's you know in between song is not the typical metal posturing that you know everyone's used. And to. guess what? What happens yeah. after that set? Right after that show, <laughs> what are they? What are people talking about? Necrogoblicon. It's like remember that remember Who that one band with the goblin on the stage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so like I guess in terms of the interview world, then it's like like John's place with all these other like high profile guests. He's still this outsider, just like not quite understanding just how talk how talk shows have a format, how like <laughs> how to not ask awkward questions, how to you know. It's kind of like it's it's. I would say it's an extension of the attitude of the band. And again, it's a lot of it's the, you know, the brainchild of, of Brandon Dermer. He, 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 so right, he, he right. directs that as well and creates that with us. So like, like Brandon and Dave are like, they're like band, uh, like bandmates, you know, like yeah. even, you know, and you know, like Brandon's not out there on tour with us or anything like that. He's part of the the creative collective. So almost like a sixth yeah. or seventh member of the band or something like, like that. Yeah. Eighth, eighth member. Eighth, eighth member. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I feel like a lineup's like growing every year. Yeah. Like John Gobblecon <laughs> would be the seventh member of the band. And so, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess Brand would be the seventh because then John came after him. So, yeah. So, so Corey, if you haven't checked out right now, uh, that's, I, I mean, I couldn't stop watching. Like, I, I had to go to sleep last night because I felt like I was watching it for hours because the guests that you guys have out on stage like on that show is it's pretty amazing. So shout out to Brandon, shout out to John Goblicon and everyone check out right now when you get a chance, because it's a thing of beauty. Uh, now we talked about everything, Alex, let's get to the fundamental slimes and humors, right? The fifth album drops April 1st. Now I want to repeat the words here, fifth album, right? Before we get mm-hmm. into the nitty gritty of this new record, because this is also the follow-up to 2018's welcome to bonkers, which just another solid effort through and through you know knowing the success of albums like goblin island for example stench even heavy meta uh, you know alex was there any such thing as pressure for you and the guys when you decided to sit down and write again for a new album or even just to follow up because at the same time i feel like even though you guys don't take yourselves too seriously you guys have all these gimmicks and laid-back humor which can be seen as a, as a formula for success like what are your thoughts on all this did you feel any pressure or was it just you know what? We're going to write about what we're going to write about. We don't feel any pressure. Five albums. Fuck well, it. Let's go. Well, so yeah. And, loaded so, question. Well, I know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, like the way the band started was like, you know, it's like the, the lyrical themes obviously were very tongue in cheek, but you know, we always had a desire to make good music. Like we were, we, that didn't mean that we wanted the music to be an afterthought. It just meant that we want to have fun with it, try something new and like, you know, 
make something interesting. But we, you know, we, we put we put a lot of a lot of time and effort into the music, and like, um, so it doesn't. It's always there's the, the only pressure we've had on top of is just to just top what we've done, you know, like just do a do an album that's better than the last one, or like, you know, just be even more got more of a silly goblin band than we've ever been before. Yeah. But like, but taking but taking that that thesis very seriously as as silly as it sounds. And just really just, you know, like if, you know, the last album was catchy and heavy, we want the next album to be catchier and heavier, for instance, you know, and I like, feel like you guys have yeah. done that, you know, and I know we've seen all like the hyperbolic horror metal bands do what they do, like, you know, gore, like Fintroll, Death Clock even, but I know this is Necrogoblicon, you know, at this point, and you guys are laying down your path into, I feel like no one else can and will replicate and with the songs from songs like right now to yin to going to die to fancy wind, which is my personal favorite, by the way, to nice. all the way to no such thing as a key. I mean, musically, you've raised the bar for yourselves. I hope you know that. And this we, is, yeah. And, <laughs> Thank uh, you. yeah, I think you guys, you're talking about catchier and heavier check, check, yeah. check. Right. And this is quite the follow-up, excuse me, to, you know, welcome to bonkers, you know, in between the melodic death and like the folk metal elements, you guys have these sharp, you know, harmonic like hooks and these fist pumping choruses, these ridiculous and memorable riffs and this over the top, obviously this EDM style keyboard synths mixed in. And this is a fun record, man. I feel like this record was just over in a blink, you know, walk me through this, you know, how much do things change from when you first start composing or I guess first start composing on this album to where you ended up, you know, finishing it did a lot in between. Did nothing change? So, Did you guys have a specific sound? So I should also say, so in, in our writing process and writing personnel has changed a lot over the, the course. And now, so this album and Welcome to Bonkers, these two albums are all composed and written by uh, Nikki. So he's, oh wow, we, okay. We kind of we pushed him to to be like the the like the just the all the chef. He's the chef. Nikki's the chef. <laughs> be um, the like, chef. <laughs> yeah, his. I mean, honestly, and he he's written since the beginning, and he kind of it always just felt like he was writing the best songs, you know? And it's just yeah. kind of like, you know what, let's just double down on Nikki and Nikki was, was stoked to do it. And um, like, and yeah, that uh, I, you know, I'll, 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 I'll be like a sounding board for him. If, you know, like, you know, suggestions, I'll throw in a solo or a lead every here and there kind of thing, but it's, he's sitting there, he's composing everything you're hearing basically, you know, every, like, the members are adding their own pizzazz, of course, but like he's like the like, but he's in like writing MIDI for the guitar, drums, while he he'll he said he sent like vocal like demos over MIDI before, you know, because like this is all <laughs> it's all Nikki. This is all coming from Nikki, and for for slimes and humors, uh, he wrote probably like I want to say like thirty to forty songs for this, like that were like you know oh my these song ideas. And, you know, I just said, like, let's let's just choose, like, the very best ones. And so every, you know, and I think even at a certain point we had that many and we're like, let's, let's try to get a couple more, you know, like we, it was. And I think the pandemic ha happening during this as well was also like you just have more time to sit and overthink things and like, things, you know, very true. It's, it's not as much of this like, go, go, go. Oh, we need to get this done by this time. So it's there was more time to sit and reflect and think about what's, you know, what's truly the Necrogoblicon move here. You know, what's the. So like, I think I would say that in that sense that like the pandemic kind of helped the writing process. There was just a lot more time to like process things and mm -hmm. make changes that I think were like, you know, some of, some of the decisions we made like 
last minute, I think we're like, we're like, Oh my God, I'm so glad we, <laughs> you know, like, you know, cut that part out or something. So yeah. does that mean we're going to get a B sides from y'all soon? I mean, we're talking like 30 to 40 songs. <laughs> Those other this, songs is just a, they, this is just a fan yeah. in me asking. So I yeah. wonder oh, about it's possible. They're, they're, I mean, there's, they're all like, and these are like, these songs are a demo form. So all those other songs were like not finished. Most mm-hmm. of them were not finished. Um, but I guess we could, we could theoretically go back and like, just finish them. Oh, we just got to repeat this part here and then add another part there. And then, all right, that's, yeah. that's another song. Um, that being said, it's just, I've never liked B-sides that much. Like usually as a, as a fan myself, I guess so it's hard to want to yeah. do that because I, you know, if, if the other guys think it's a great idea, you know, we'll entertain it. I'll, I, I, you know, like maybe Nikki, maybe Nikki likes the idea. We'll talk about it, but we'll, we'll see I, about that. Yeah. I've purposely always been like, no, I just want to, I just want to hear the best shit. <laughs> like <laughs> now speaking of hearing the best shit, I got to talk about the production because the sound itself was a big part of this album that I really liked. And um, awesome. Alex, I'm an audiophile these days. I'm very picky on how I want my music to sound the yeah. way I want it to sound. I'm sure you feel the same way. The older we get, the more, you know, we're messing with our EQ levels. I didn't yeah. have to do much of that with this album because it sounded, it sounded clean. It wasn't overproduced. Uh, as far as like the mixing and mastering the production, uh, did you guys do this yourselves? Did you get to bring in a team to handle this part of the album? So we worked with uh, Jason Sukoff, who we also worked with on the last album. Okay. And he's worked with, uh, say like Whitechapel, Black Dahlia Murder. Um, he rings a bell. Motion- yeah. Motionless and White. T- t- the list goes on, but like, uh, yeah, he's 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 like a ninth band member <laughs> in many sense. He's uh, working with him has been fucking awesome. He's a like sick guitarist. Uh, like he threw a lot of leads on on this album. He he had a bunch on on the last one also. And uh, yeah, in terms of how it sounds, that's all that's all Jason. Like his yeah. Like his, I would imagine there was that sense of comfortability comfortability in the studio for you and the guys knowing that you're someone like Jason working on this record because you found the, the producer, right? You found the guy to get the sound you guys want on a record. I wonder how difficult or easy is that? Because, you know, it's like, it's one thing to like record your own album and then kind of just give it off to a producer. It's like, okay, here's this, do that. And it's yeah. another thing where you kind of have, you finish your product and I don't, both of my brothers are producers and they kind of have to just get back in. It's like, okay, now I got to work on this track to see how I want it to sound. I'm yeah. like, it was that yeah. comfortability, right? For you guys. Yeah. You had it, someone else to hand you tracks so, off to. Uh, it's, it, and, we, and we, he tracked us as well too, you know, like perfect, very, very little, like we did a couple things at homes, a couple like, you know, like things we just redubs, you know, uh, but it, working with him is cool because he's really collaborative too. And he'll like, you know, he's, and he'll push us. Like it's, you know, if we have like, sometimes on a lead, he's like, oh, you can like, you know, ah, you know, he'll have an idea for something and throw on, or he's really great with harmonies too. Like just harmony ideas are amazing. So it's, it, it's a cool, it, it's cool to feel like you're collaborating when you're recording. Yeah. It makes the experience more fun and not just grueling, just sitting by your, like sitting by yourself, trying to get the best take. It's just like, it's, it's such a, just annoying experience for me i still have to do it from time and time again but like we're but working with jason on the album is, is super fun now between writing and structuring the songs and a production process like you just talked about you know keep it keep all this in mind as i'm asking this because you had these songs the singles like right now and this is it that dropped right mm-hmm. and i know we've we briefly talked about this but i want to dive into this a little bit further because the bulk of the lyricism throughout Necrogoblicon's catalog. You know, it deals with obviously goblins, you know, silliness, parodies of metal cliches, which I love. It's a huge factor in making this band, this music, 
stand out, at least from my perspective, from that contemporary melodic metal, mellow death crowd we're seeing these days, right? Again, at least to me. And alongside with all this, we talked about John Goblin and all the clever gimmicks within this group. I begin to think, you know, to what level do you like to have a theme for your music? Is that more about helping you guys write or sound or is that more for the audience? Because a good amount of artists like we see, they don't really care about themes, right? They just do like 10 songs in the studio and that's it. But I felt like the theme with Necrogoblicon is an important ingredient to songwriting, right? Like you guys start off with the theme and kind of just develop into what it is, or it's like, okay, we know what we want to write about. It doesn't matter. We it, don't take ourselves the too themes, seriously. The themes are, uh, and that's, and it's something that's changed over time too. And I think it's like, cause when we started with just the, like humorously, it's like every song was like, ah, goblins are killing you with spoons. Ha ha ha. You know, it's like, that was the, and we'd laugh and that was, that would, those would be the lyrics, you know? And, but you know, as this actually became a real thing, like when the No One Survives video blew up and suddenly we were, we were playing festivals and shit. That's a great kind video. Of, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Takes me back. Um, Go ahead. And uh, since like, I think ever since this became a serious thing, or this is like, this is a, a big focus of your life now. And this is not just a fucking weekend warrior thing. You go to work and every now and then you get with your buddies and make silly songs. I think we had more time to work on it. And we, you know, wanted to make it, means something a little more and especially john bringing in this other dynamic of this whole kind of fish out of water character um over time it's kind of slowly just it's been just uh like whatever nikki's wanted to write about honestly like it's yeah. like especially especially these these actually last three albums like, again yeah, even heavy meta was a whole concept record which involves goblins kind of as the like as just to use as a character to something happen to but the songs, none of the songs are really about goblins. They're just kind of, a lot of them I would say are more uh, observations of society and humanity and just poking fun of it at it. But it, it's like from the viewpoint of this goblin, you know, like from an outsider perspective, you know. I, I would even dare to say this is almost like a party record because I'm listening I'm listening to Yin at like one o'clock in the morning and I'm just, I'm ready to like just play with my dog and wake him up in the middle of the night and just like mess with them, you know, like they get you pumped for these songs. You're just so <laughs> revved up. I don't I mean, it's just uh, again, I feel like you guys really upped yourselves with this record. And I know we're approaching the last part of this interview, but uh, man, we've covered a good amount of ground on this awesome conversation, man. Thank you for yeah, sharing about super fun, man. Yeah. About who Necrogoblicon is all about. But I want to circle back to you, Alex, man. You know, yeah. what is the most we talked about five records, the inception of this band in 20, 2005. I mean, in three years, this is going to be 20 years, man. You yeah. know, what is the most rewarding part for someone like you who is now at this point in their career at the same time has been involved with many other, you know, different aforementioned bounded, uh, talented bands, artists, individuals that we mentioned throughout that timeline uh, as a musician and as a person, Alex, have your aspirations changed or evolved since when you first started performing? in the industry like do you see things differently today absolutely yeah um uh especially because you know i also i work elsewhere in the music industry as well I, my whole life is working and this is just one part of it it's mm-hmm. is uh is playing a necrogoblicon but yeah it's initially my obviously my as i mentioned earlier my interest in getting music was you know just go up on stage and fucking rock you know and I think as I get older, it's, you, you've done it enough, you know, we've done enough to, we, the experience is under our belts. Right. So we've had that, that romanticized experience in our heads. Oh, we go on tour with like our favorite bands and like, you know, so it's, it's kind of now it's, it's the, the most fun thing about it is just like 
perfecting this thing that we started and just and just doing it and the best part is just getting to do it with with my friends you know yeah. like everyone everyone in the band is friends like we we don't like we're not like just co-workers that show up we're all homies um like you know brandon and dave and, and jason are homies like it's 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 just awesome doing this together and just watching it grow together you know like it's that's the coolest thing about it i got yeah, yeah shout out to all our homies out there right yeah. so now Corey, if you want to add something before we move yeah. on to the final round yeah. i mentioned that Last surprise before we get so, going, Corey. Did you want to add something? Yeah. So, so I'm I'm about to have to sign off here. Um, uh, it was great, you know, hearing you talk about the band. I myself am a pretty new fan of Necrogoblicon. Only a few awesome. years. Um, matter of fact, you know, if it was probably through Twisted, you know, uh, you know, seeing the two bands, whatnot. Um, matter of fact. It was it was actually kind of a big deal to us. Interview under fire, like we like we mentioned earlier, has been kind of um, we've been at it for six years or so, starting out with locals and growing. <clears throat> our first our first Instagram follower, uh, big big name Instagram follower, not not just uh, random people. We had several followers. However, the first band was Necrogoblicon. Um, yeah. And I I was, I was just like, wow, this is to, you know, to us, it was a big deal. Um, so it's, it is very great having you, having you on here, listening to your story, listening to the background of Necrogoblicon. I love one of my favorite things is that you have, uh, such a passion for this at the same time, you're not taking it super serious. And I don't think that we have to take things like this, like the music industry, the entertainment industry shouldn't be taken so serious, right? You can have fun with it. And I think that takes the box and, and eliminates it. There is no longer a box there. You're, you're able to do stuff outside that box and no one, no one questions it. Right. And that's exactly what I see you guys doing. And I appreciate your guys work. Uh, I appreciate you being on here talking with us. And um, I just, I, I had one question, side note. Uh, we, we typically bring it up in the, in the interviews, typically on your Texas stops. Have you ever been to Bucky's? Yes. Okay. Yes, cool. Absolutely. Just, yeah. just the look on Alex's face is like, Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to um, Bucky's. Yeah. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Bucky's. We've been trying to get, uh, sponsorship for uh, for Bucky's for a long time. Oh, hopefully that'd be awesome. one day. Hopefully yeah. one day. Yeah. But anyways, it was great talking to you. You too. Um, hopefully when you're when you're here back in Dallas, we can get together, share some some hot sauces, give you that pocky challenge chip, and um, go from there. Sounds right. great, man. Awesome. All yeah. Right. Thanks for Thank having you. me. I will watch and from a good distance. Luck, good luck on the All next right. one because it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> we'll All see right, you guys later. Thank you. All right. Peace, Corey. All right. So, Alex, here's what we're going to do here. This is the last right. part. Again, this, right. is, this is going to be fun. Uh, I'm going to do something called The Hot Seat. Hot seat. I'm going to see if you know the lyrics to your own songs. Are you for that challenge? Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. All right. So, yeah, I'm not so. the one who writes them. So, this is right, yeah, so that's great. That's, right. that's, and that's the best part. It's going to be yeah, a challenge. Yeah. I just oh, handpicked yeah. a few. I didn't. I just handpicked a few. I didn't pick every song, all right? So I'm yeah. going to start you off easy. All We're right. going to go down the list. Now, I'm going to read the lyric. You just name the title. Okay. Um, I'm not going to go in order. 
You okay? You look nervous. <laughs> I'm like, man, I just, I'm like, man, I hope I fucking know these. <laughs> you got these, dude. You got these. All right. All right. Here we go. This may be for, this may be for Scorpion. All right. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All we right, have to show him this. Like, this yeah. is how much I fucking know your lyrics. <laughs> all right. Here, here we go. Again, I'm going to start you off easy. So let's do this. All right. I never saw, I never knew. I never felt the way you do. What did I know? And then to grow, life goes on and on and on. So tell me, what did I do wrong? Right now. Yep, there you go. Fundamental slimes and humors. All right, see, you got it. All right, so yeah, far, yeah. so good. Here we go. Lives so, life so easy to save, lost by the hundreds. Foolproof design, but Uh-oh. this box is easy to fucking destroy. I feel like you got this. Yeah, goblin box. Okay, I just yeah. said box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was box. a I, I know, I knew it before though. <laughs> and I, I thought, yeah, I, I probably know this better than, I, than I'm giving myself credit for, actually. Yeah. And that is from Stench 2011, another great record. You know, as I'm reading this, it feels like poetry, right? I feel like I'm just reading a lullaby for a kid <laughs> to like go to sleep. Because right? it's different as opposed to like delivering it on stage, yeah. as opposed to, you know, when I'm just reading it out loud. So I think yeah. that's a, it gives a whole different depth to the lyric in other terms. So I think that's pretty unique. All right, here we go. I love these lyrics, man. There's a house on a hill with a thief inside. Skin thief. Oh, uh, see, look, you got this, dude. You were worried. Yeah. Welcome to Bonkers 28. I was like, I was like, dude, if there's, uh, I was thinking, like, man, if there's a lot of Goblin Island on this, I'm like, not gonna. Dude, I, know it. dude I already see that. You're rocking back and forth. It's like, all right, I hope I get this. I hope I get this. Right, Here yeah. we go. Right. Our Jade Cathedral stands alone on an island in space. Do I even need to keep reading? I feel like you got this too. Is that this is our God? <laughs> Stench, yep, from 2001. Right, right, yep. right. I went back to Stench. That was a get that. See, I, like, I don't remember like how that vocal sounds, for instance. I and I, the, and the, I almost wanted of the song. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't and remember, I, I don't remember how the how like I don't remember how that sounds. I just know like that sounds like it would be this is God. And I want to keep re- like the twisted spires stab the heaven in this concert. Like it's the the lyricism. It's so I love it. Like it's. This is like the, I mean, I missed, I'm, you know, I'm, this makes me miss Halloween. Of course, we're like nine months away from it. So here we go. Especially very different, uh, yeah, lyrical, um, I think. Uh, Delivery on, on this. Influence on this and, and, and just goals. Like, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Goblin Island and Stench, we, so there was a co-founder of the band. So Nikki and uh, a, a dude named Tim yeah. started, started the band together. So Tim was very creatively involved on those two albums. Second one he wrote. Uh, Stench, he wrote, like, I think, like a good majority of that album. So a lot of those lyrics are his, too. So that's that's another change from from the Stench era of, of lyrics is that we a little bit less uh, like dark poetry and more just like <laughs> in your face. Like, yeah. yeah, I know yeah. we've done a bunch of shout outs on this interview, but shout yeah. out to Tim, man. Like, shout out to Tim. Yeah. Had a lot of, I mean, yeah. it, it really goes to show how impressive the whole Necrogoblicon catalog is. So um, that's pretty amazing. All right. Where were we? We got Stench. All right. Here we go. Stood there feeding on the ravaged mass with their fabled illusions, the vain dreams that passed. I feel like I'm going to play the Michael Jackson thriller <laughs> yeah. in the background as I'm calling this out. Is you that got that one? This is a th- this is a this is a throwback, bro. Yeah, is this is that the plague? Uh, try again. Think 2007. I think you're on the right track. Here. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay, so that, that's gonna be tough. Yeah, Goblin Island. I'm, I like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not even on. I'm not even on that record. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let me yeah, you want to read it again? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Stood there feeding on the ravaged mass with their fabled illusions, the vain dreams that passed, splinters mm. of lives rushing by in the wind, 
alone silent warriors in a human world. Wow. Um, Majestic. Is that is that in the Hall of the Goblin King? That is the Goblins of the Black Rain. Oh, that is yeah. a that is a deep cut. That's deep. That, that's a <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a cover. That's a that's a um, it's a cover with different lyrics. That's a cover of In Flames' Artifacts of the Black Rain. Oh, dude, I didn't even know that. And, and I didn't so, even know and, that. And I think I think Tim went through and just changed any nouns that referred to people or anything else with goblins. Or like I think that there was like Dude, that there was that blows some, my <laughs> mind. I didn't know that. Yeah, this, this is news to me. So that's that's yeah, that's, that's an inflames. That makes even yeah. Okay, another shout out to Inflames. <laughs> shout out to Inflames. <laughs> yeah. the, the influence, man. It, it yeah. has on all of us. All right. Yeah. Uh this may be my favorite one. You you should know this by like the first <laughs> three lines. Here we go. Never die, never gonna die. Never Full gonna body die. explosion. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to do that one, too. Like, I, knew like it was, I, I knew it was going to be that one. <laughs> it's like, I cannot not do this. Heavy yeah. Matter from 2015, another great yeah. one. All right, we got a couple more. Uh, the people of Earth look up at the sky. Screaming in horror, the children cry. I feel like I gave that away, too. You know this one? Uh, look up at the sky? Oh, would that be Return to the Sky? No. Go back to go back to the last one. Go back to Goblin Island. Goblin Island. Oh, okay. I feel like that one's giving you trouble. <laughs> It is, yeah. Like I said, I would have trouble with the Goblin Island ones. So so the people of Earth look up at the sky, screaming in horror, the children cry. What are these monsters from where they from where did they fly? Die, die, die. Oh, uh Goblins Ahoy. The Kingdom Space. The Kingdom Space. God damn it. If anything, I thought that was a a breakdown part. Dude, dude, if anything, I'm making you rethink your set list. So when you get here, all right. Okay, now I don't know how if you have performed this live. This is also, I think this counts as a deep cut. This is the last one. We carried him in. We sang a somber song. There was talk of death. <laughs> Draft, right? <laughs> From the Power EP <laughs> yeah, yeah. 2003. Yeah. Dude, this is just, this was just fun to read. It's like, which one do I tell, ask him? There was talk <laughs> yeah. of death that what we had gone wrong so far in space. We've been through a lot. Should we turn back yeah. now? Has it all <laughs> been for not? Uh, Giraffe, man. Power EP 2013. Mm-hmm. I recommend everyone to check out that EP because uh, I mean, people who haven't heard of Necrogothicon as of yet, I mean, they're they're missing that part. So um, shout out to that. EP. Shout out to, shout that out to pow- the Power EP. Yeah, that was EP. <laughs> that was like really. I feel like it was like that was Power was like a it, that was a turning point for the band where like that yeah. kind of like redirected what where we were heading. Like I'd say. I'd say where we are now is still started with power. I was gonna say like it felt like a precursor into what Necrogoblicon is now, almost like a transition from the early days to where you guys yeah. are like now, which is pretty yeah. awesome. But um, Alex, I'm gonna give you a round of applause once this episode airs because you did great on that hot seat. Hey, <laughs> listen, I know the the what is that that 07 album kind of gave you some trouble. Yeah, I knew it would. Island, but, <laughs> I knew it would. <laughs> but man, uh, dude, it's been an honor, man. Let's stay in touch. Do you have any just last words, just any shout outs, anything you'd like to plug and mention as far as Necrogoblicon and the new album before we finish things off here? Maybe any music video, touring, yeah. what you can, I cannot I, say. The floor is yours. I, yeah, I, I, th- I think you covered everything. Yeah, we have a new <laughs> album coming out April 1st. It's called The Fundamental Slimes and Humors. Um, we'll be on tour to support it uh tba <laughs> um can't wait and uh and yeah and we've got we've got more more uh content on the way so 
<laughs> and and of course, uh, right now I'm, I'll be I'll be tuning into that because I finally oh. tuned in. I mean, I tuned That's... in maybe to like one of the first episodes that came out in 2015, and I veered off, and then I went back around. I'm like, oh my god, look at all these guests! So everyone who's <laughs> listening, tune into the right now on YouTube. And uh, this is Alex from Necrogoblicon. Like you said, the new album drops on April 1st. If you could do me, Alex, a favor, everyone who's listening, buy the record because the bands can't do it without the help. You know, follow them on their socials. I believe it's Necrogoblicon on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, on Instagram, it's uh, Necrogoblicon official. Necrogoblicon official. And then Facebook, I guess you can, it's just Necrogoblicon. Or is it slash, s- yeah, slash, slash Facebook. Or, uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Slash Necrogoblicon, slash Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> 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 slash all the slashes. Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the slashes. And uh, keep an eye out for yeah. the New York Tour Days. Don't forget, you can listen to this podcast on all major podcast streams out there. Check us out on interviewunderfire.com. Alex, I know this has been almost an hour. We've been talking, man. Again, thank you from the bottom awesome. of my heart for tuning in. This has been a lot of fun. Let's yes, stay in touch, like I said, on the socials. Look, Looking forward to having you here in Dallas. We'll do that Pocky Chip Challenge. And uh, oh, yeah. you, you stay safe, my friend, all right? We'll do it. You too, man. We'll looking talk later, forward buddy. to it. All right. All right take stay care, safe. Man. Talk to you later. Bye. Well, this is life, and we're living it right now. Well, this is life, and we're living it right now. Well, this is life, and we're living it right now. Well, this is life, and we're living it right now. Hey, tonight is just another day. This is a to lay rocks. You know what they say. Gotta make the money. Gotta keep up in the gun of this. Gotta, 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 If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. If you'd like to check out more, visit www.interviewunderfire.com or our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And finally, we want to thank you all for the support you've been giving us. Keep it burning.